All right, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, somebody from one of the political parties called in, uh, wanted to come on the air to explain something or other. But here, here's the problem, okay? Um, equal time, FCC. So I cannot run the risk of putting somebody on the air from a certain party on election day. Um, I can't do it. You want to send me an email, I'll run it by my boss to make sure it's okay. But I cannot run the risk of the station's license um, by putting something on the air on election day that I shouldn't put on the air on election day. Um, I, I wish, you know, it's just, it, it is, you know, the same, look, there are many things I'd like to do on the radio that I can't do on the radio. Why? Because the FCC. If it's up to me, I drop one F-bomb every hour. May off the air I do with Josh, but that's a different story. Um, here's something interesting. Um, heard from somebody who is still not over COVID. The more truth that comes out, the worse it gets for me. In particular, the state forced my two young adult college attending children to receive the vaccine and boosters, even having had state proof that they both had COVID, meaning natural immunity. I wasn't expecting COVID to come up uh, as an issue. Um, By the way, it's very, um, you know, it's exceedingly difficult for me to read email. Sorry about it. Nothing I can do about it. But the the phone is a great way to contact me. 803-0930. You're just joining us. So uh, what was your voting experience like? Did you have any problems? How long a wait did you have? I was in and out, but uh, people in my family had more of a wait than I. In fact, a rather lengthy wait. I suppose, like anything else, uh, there are hills, uh, peaks, and valleys uh, during the voting day. I'd imagine around lunch hour is a big surge. Around dinner hour, when people get off of work, I'd guess that would be a big surge. Um, heard Joe Beamer. Uh, Joe Beamer voted early. He voted early. And, you know, it's interesting because the, the whole early voting thing, um, I was not a real big fan of. But talking with many of you yesterday, I guess I can see some validity to it now. Um, why you should be able to vote early. Not a real big fan of mail-in ballots. Um, I, 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 I wish I felt better about mail-in ballots, but I don't. Do realize there are some people who cannot leave the house. I get that, but there's there's something about it that I just it makes makes me feel just a little bit queasy, and I can't quite put my finger on it. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. The phone number star nine thirty on the cell phone one eight hundred six one six W B E N. What issue got you to the polls? Did you have any issues voting? For whom did you vote? Everything like that. Was there a line? What number were you compared with uh, other elections there have been? Um, And I do like to speak Canadian every now and again for those north of the border. Kind of make them feel important. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Yeah, the issue that got you out. We've heard crime um, COVID, abortion, which uh, kind of surprises me. But then again, 
without surprise, life would be pretty boring, wouldn't it? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Like that time you came home early from work and found your husband with your best friend. I mean, that that was a surprise. Makes life worth living, right? Um, back to the calls on WBEN. Here is uh, Diane in uh, Tanawanda. Diane, you're on. Hello. Hello, Tom. I wanted to call and let you know that in Glendale, they're doing the same thing that your prior caller said. You have to go to a designated uh, machine to put your vote in. So if that machine is broken, they will not let you go to the other machine to put it in. That happened in Glendale, too. The machines weren't broke, but I'm saying the, the, the same thing as far as only that machine. You are told where to go. Um, geez, that's, that's really, uh, that's really interesting. Cause now I wonder why, um, my site had two machines and it didn't really seem to matter too much where I stuck in the ballot. Well, of course it's an anonymous email. ballot, so they're never going to know anywhere. I, I didn't understand. They just said, nope, you have to go to this line. And other people had to go to that line. So I'm just letting you know that that guy, that it is happening out there like that. But, and the reason I voted was for mainly crime. This bail thing is insane. If my daughter gets raped and the guy gets to get out with no bail, I'm just like, I am not for that. I think we're going back to the Wild West. So that's my main thing. But obviously there's the economy and, you know, a few other things. But All right. for me, that's my main issue. You, you care to tell us for whom you voted? Oh, straight conservative. Do you always vote straight conservative? No, usually straight Republican. Why all conservative this time? Um, because one of your callers said something about maybe it'll send a message more to the GOP. And I thought about it and I said, yeah, maybe that makes sense. That's the only reason I did it. Um, on your show. Very, uh, very interesting. I don't remember that particular call. Was that today, or were you, you know sure that what? wasn't on Joe's? It was the guy before you. Yeah, that was on uh, Joe Beamer sitting in for David Bellavia. Because for yeah. a minute there, you yeah. had me questioning my mind. No, um, no, no, it wasn't you. Sorry. <laughs> no, it, it's all good. I, I just when you said that, I'm like, wait a minute. Do, do, am I not listening to people, or did she get the guy wrong? Yeah. So, so okay, that very. Was the only reason I did that, and it kind of made sense. It was like okay, and. That mom brought my 90-year-old mom. And, oh, and there was no wait. Absolutely no wait. And we were there at 1 o'clock. Oh, okay, good, yeah. good. So Our neighbors there. <laughs> so. Okay, so do you um, uh, do you think Lee Zeldin has a chance, or do you think uh, New York City is just going to dictate everything? Well, I always have a hope, and that's the reason I still continue to vote and will. I hang on to my hope. I know what New York State's like. I've lived here practically all my life, and but I'm still willing to try. So I'm praying that my guy wins, and I guess we'll wait and see. It's been a long time, I think, that I've won. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I often find myself in the same boat that uh, my candidates uh, just never seem to win. But uh... to win. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, wide right every single time, every single election uh, day, or 13 well, seconds. I hang on to hope. I believe in hope, and I trust in hope. So I do it. I'll still vote. 
I can't listen to people that keep saying they're not going to vote because of this or that. Well, don't talk about anything later on if you're not voting. Yeah, the hunters, the hunting community. All right. If you're a hunter and you're not going to vote today, you're part of the problem, man. Don't come bitching to me about the next anti-firearm law that gets kicked in when you didn't uh, vote. I totally agree. I totally agree. My husband's a hunt. Well, was a hunter for decades, and he votes every single time. Indeed. So, yep. Well, thank you kindly. Thanks for taking my call. I totally enjoy your show. Well, you're very sweet and a woman of clearly very little discernment, but I um, I appreciate <laughs> the call. Thank you. Okay. Um, right, your your voting experiences. What got you to the polls? Don't don't say my old Hugo, Tom. Don't want to hear that one. Um, I'm not even sure any of them are still drivable. You probably have better luck with a World War II airplane or a World War I airplane than you do a Yugo, right? Uh, 803-0930-STAR-930-1800-616-WBEN. Let us go. And by the way, I'm sure there's a simple answer on this two-machine two thing. I don't think it's something conspiratorial. I'm sure it's very, very, very simple. Um, I don't want to get too bogged down in that, but maybe you had another issue voting, like the caller last hour. Well, uh, the, the the felt ten, uh, felt pen. Don't think I've ever used a felt pen to vote. It's always been an ink pen. <laughs> uh, oh, somebody somebody told me uh, that the reason in the South they call it an ink pen is because in the South. It's tough with the accent to know if somebody's talking about sticking yourself with a pen or writing with a pen. That's one explanation. I don't know if that's true or if that's just hearsay or whatever, but I uh, thought I'd just share that with you for what it's worth. Back to the calls on uh, WBEN. Next up, we have Jack in Lewiston. Jack is on. Jack, uh, tell us your voting story. Yes. A good a good afternoon, Tim. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Uh it was it was quiet. It was uh, there was no big deal. I I went to the fire hall this morning, and uh, uh, I just used the uh, pen. Uh, you call it an ink pen. That's what it is. And, no, uh, no, 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 no. I call it a pen. But we we're just having fun with the topic from yesterday. Oh, okay, whatever. And uh, uh, I split my vote. I went. From I'm a libertarian conservative, I can survive myself, but I uh, put my vote between Republican and conservative, except for the controller. I went for DiNapoli. Um, he's in charge of our pensions and everything. So uh, other than that, uh, uh, you can say all of the above. I don't think uh, anything's gone quite well in this country. Uh, and I've talked to police and military, of which I'm retired from both, um, and morale, retention, recruiting is not the greatest thing in the world. Uh, I don't know if you've talked to police or military people. Uh, that's what I find. Oh, I know a lot of cops, and I don't know any of them that said anything good about cashless bail. And uh, as we've talked about this before on the program, but in the late 1980s, there were more people who wanted to be cops. I mean, the state police, they get thousands of people showing up to take the uh, exams to become a state trooper. Now, I don't know what it's like. Now, it seems like every department is begging people who are eligible to take the test to get on. But frankly, over what we, given what we've seen over the last couple of years, who the hell would want that job? Well, Tom, it's the same thing in the military. It's uh, 
uh, it's not the greatest thing in the world. It's uh, the, the army. My brother told me the army is down about 40,000 members. So you've, you've had retirements and not people interested in, in, in going into those jobs. All right. Thank you uh, very much, Jack. I, uh, I, a pleasure. I appreciate it. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, yeah, both of those uh, careers tend to be, generally speaking, um, pretty pretty thankless. But basically, uh, if you know what you want out of them, you do your 20 and out, and you get a nice pension. You get some really awesome health benefits for the rest of your life. Your spouse gets really awesome health benefits for the rest of his or her life. So um, there's something to be said. If you can spend 20 years doing it, you feel like putting up with 20 years of uh, being called a pig and 20 years of every day going to work, not knowing if you're coming home or not knowing if you're going to be a YouTube star, um, that can be a very stressful situation, not to mention the people who do their 20 years and five years after they put in their retirement papers, they're dead because uh, it's a very, it's a job, we've talked about this before, where you could be bored, 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 and then your body gets a shot of incredible adrenaline once uh, every couple of weeks, not real good for the cardiovascular system, sedentary, and then sudden bursts of adrenaline. And uh, it's very easy to put on five pounds a year, five pounds a year, five pounds a year. And before you know it, 10 years in, you're 50 pounds heavier than you were in the academy. And in the state police, they used to have something called the Fat Boys Club uh, to encourage troopers to uh, stay fit and trim. 803-0930. But then again, you also spend one complete day of training, or is it a week, learning the proper care of your Stetson at the state police academy? True story. It's like a whole day of instruction on taking care of the Stetson. They take the Stetson very, very seriously with the New York State Police. Um, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And some truck drivers actually get off on if uh, somebody's got somebody pulled over on the side of the road, seeing if they can generate enough reverse wind as they go by to knock off the Stetson from the trooper. That goes over real big with the uh, men and women of T-Troop. They're, they're big fans of that. I say sarcastically. Don't know if with the move-over law they still are able to do it, but uh, that used to be a thing, believe it or not. Let's go to uh, Frank in Alden. Right now there's some old retired troopers saying, yeah, he's absolutely right. I remember that. Here is um, Frank in Alden. You're on WBEN. Howdy. Hey, Tom. <laughs> I hate to say this, but uh, as being a retired truck driver, I wish in hindsight I didn't do it, but I've done that more than one occasion. Oh, okay. I don't know why I'm laughing because it really isn't funny, but okay. Thank is, the the timing is. of your call could not have been better. Thank you for verifying that. It, is, it isn't, but I mean, in hindsight, I now with the way everything is, I, I totally support law enforcement and regret doing that on a rare occasion in Wyoming. <laughs> Good Lord, man. You are the lawbreaker of the worst kind. You're Bonnie and Clyde, John Dillinger, Babyface Nelson, all wrapped into one, you outlaw. Yes, and I again, I apologize to all the law enforcement out there that are listening. All right, I'm sure all the retired men and women in the Montana State Police are probably tracing the call now. So you, you went and voted today. Tell us all about your experience. Uh, it was no problem. In, out. Um, 
my main issue for voting was the the economy and the war on fossil fuels, and that that just aggravated the heck out of me. I used to be a Democrat, but about twenty some odd years ago, I left the party, became an independent, and then eventually I switched over to conservative, and that's how my views have been. And as far as all these people who are about the election deniers, uh, you know what? I have no use for mail-in voting. I have been in my house just shy of 40 years in the last major election. I went to my mailbox, and what do I find in there? A mail-in ballot with my address on and a woman's name on it who I have no idea who it was. I went into my... Uh, household records from when I bought the house. That woman never lived in this house. How did that ballot get to my house? Because it was mail, I took it up to the post office and turned it in. I wish I would have photocopied the damn thing so I had proof of what happened. But to this day, I have absolutely nothing but disdain for mail-in voting Mm. And that. So I guess you got to chalk me up as uh, election denier. I have no faith in mail-in voting. Well, do you find it just a little bit interesting that for the past uh, two years, we've been told there's nothing wrong with the election process in the United States. If you think 2020 didn't really turn out that way, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're an election denier. And then yesterday, yesterday, the story makes mainstream media Hey, uh, you know, one of Putin's closest allies says the Russians have been messing with our elections and they can do so surgically anytime they want. Wait, what happened to the idea that you're a conspiracy theory nutcase if you think elections could be manipulated? <laughs> it's like they're almost setting the template to challenge any red wave that might come. It, it's, it's really bizarre. Think about it. Go back and look at all the stories about election deniers, election deniers, and then do a search for Putin allies says Russia influences U.S. elections. So you can't have it both ways. I, I just feel now we've become a third world country when it comes to elections. It's like, uh, do, do I need the United Nations in here now to monitor our elections? Oh, hell no. I, it, it's terrible. I, I just, it's terrible. All right. Thank you, uh, Frank. I, I appreciate the call. Um, yeah. I mean, folks, just like let's use your common sense. How many stories have you read for the past two years? Election deniers, conspiracy theorists, tinfoil hats. Then yesterday we suddenly get the story about, you know, uh, Putin's been manipulating elections and Russia says they can do it anytime they want surgically. Huh. wonder if they're setting the groundwork for something. Just throwing it out there. It's really weird, too. Um, I don't know if you've noticed this, but this is something I, I was talking to somebody on the phone the other day about this when I was driving around. Okay, I live in a very liberal place in western New York, very left-wing place in western New York, okay? Um, the village of Williamsville. And uh, I noticed something, and I guess it wasn't my imagination. Here is what I noticed. That even the houses with the Sean Ryan, Melissa Hartman signs... What was missing? A Kathy Hochul sign. I haven't seen a Kathy Hochul sign. In New York City, 
friend of mine has a dear friend in New York City in media who said, you know, when Cuomo was in office, you couldn't drive in the five boroughs or walk in the five boroughs without a Cuomo sign jumping in front of you and pummeling you saying, vote Cuomo. Take a picture of a Hochul sign if you can find it because there aren't any. So I don't know. I mean, look, if signs could vote, Carl Palladino would be being elected tonight. Remember, Carl country. Remember those signs? Didn't see many Langworthy signs. So I don't know if that's a good indication or not. But I thought it was queer uh, that even the houses with all of the left-wing candidates did not have Hochul signs. There were a a ton of Zeldin signs everywhere. At least, even in Erie County, which is mostly Democrat. Now, does that auger well for Lee Zeldin? Well, it doesn't hurt, but again, signs don't vote. And the other thing I mentioned before, real quickly, I think this is uh, important because, guys and ladies, for two years, media in the United States have told you, if you doubt the integrity of American elections, you are a tinfoil hat-wearing, alien-anally-probed, mentally-deranged conspiracy theorist. How dare you challenge the integrity of the 2020 election? So, yesterday, get home, and I'm scrolling through the phone, and suddenly this article comes. It just came out 12 hours ago. Close Putin ally admits to interfering in U.S. elections. Evgeny Prigozhin, a Russian oligarch and businessman, admitted in remarks on Monday that he had previously interfered in U.S. elections and would continue to do so in the future. During our pinpoint operations, we will remove both kidneys and the liver at once. So let me just get this straight. For two years... If you challenge the idea that our elections could be screwed with, you were a low-intellect, moron, hayseed, conspiracy theorist who probably got picked up and anally probed by aliens in the swamps of Louisiana. But yesterday, late in the day, the story comes out, huh, Russia interferes with American elections. You can't have it both ways. I mean, some of you go both ways. Totally cool. Doesn't matter me. But as far as the uh, election situation is concerned, the first thought I had yesterday as uh, a mentally ill person who is not sold on the 2020 election, first thought I had was, well, this is quite a turnabout for mainstream media, suggesting that American elections may not be as sacrosanct as they've been telling us for the last two years. And thought number two was, huh. I wonder if they're laying the groundwork with this story to challenge any red wave that happens today. Nothing happens by accident, folks, especially politically speaking, especially when you have a media that, by and large, is left-wing, okay? And I'm I'm just saying, just food for thought. All right, but uh, anyway, gang. Tell us about your election experiences. Did you have any problems? Every year, people call in with problems, okay? Now, I don't think that, well, the machine went down. I don't think that means there's a big conspiracy afoot. I mean, things go down here all the time. (laughs) 
Let me rephrase that. We have technical issues all the time around here, and we call the engineers, and they come in, and they fix it, right? So I, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that, well, the machine was down, and they said they'd put my ballot in later. I'm not going down that road that that's some big conspiracy to deprive you of your franchise. I'm not saying that in, in, in the least. I think there's a perfectly logical explanation that is out there. So I, I want to be real clear on that. But if you had any problems... Uh, what were they? We've, we've heard some weird ones today. The whole felt tip pen thing, that threw me because we just had ballpoint pens and it was just all they told us to do. When you look up in your little privacy cubicle, thank you, Canada, your little privacy cubicle, otherwise known as privacy cubicle, you look up at the fake names they've got there and how you are supposed to mark the ballot. Um, and we were given the pen with which to fill in the ballot and uh, no problemo. It is uh, 3.43, almost, at News Radio 930 WBEN. Um, for whom did you vote? What got you to the polls? Any problems? Do you know what number you were compared to the – what did the inspectors say as far as the turnout this year? I was in and out. My ex-wife votes exactly where I do because we only live a street apart from each other. Ain't that a little bit awkward? No, it really isn't. Not at all. We're quite close. But um, she, it took her a lot longer, but she went during a time when I would expect there to be a bump in the number of people. Um, she went around um, around lunchtime. I could check my text messages, but uh, you know why would I why would I make this up? 803-0930, star nine thirty one eight hundred six one six W B E N. Back to the calls, and Diane is in West Seneca, and you are on. Welcome, and thank you for holding. Thank you very much. Thank you for taking the call. Yeah, I went to vote. It was two thirty. And nobody was there, you know. I mean, there was like three people in the in the place other than the workers. And but the thing is, I didn't ask what my number was. I usually do, but I forgot today. When I went to put my ballot in the machine, the sign, the little picture says, you know, put it face up. Yes. Well, I tried three times, and the guy come over and says, "No, you have to turn it over." What? picture on the machine says to put it face up. You're telling me to put it face down? Now, does that mean my vote don't count because it just went through blank? I don't know. Um, I, I've all, I, I think this question has come up before, and I think both ways are fine. But, uh, yeah, the picture does, the, the illustration on the screen does say put it face up. But there are sometimes there are sometimes elections where there are two sides to the ballot. So I presume that they can operate either way. Okay, because I'm thinking if it's supposed to be face up, and it goes through face down, does it only read that it's completely blank? Uh, you know what? Somebody out there is going to know the answer. Excuse me, he's going to know the answer to that question. Unfortunately, all the voting inspectors are working today, but recent voting inspectors who aren't working today might very well be listening and have an answer for that. But understand, I cannot put somebody on who says, I'm with the Republican Party or I'm with the Democrat Party. I, I can't do that. I, I cannot risk the station's license. I can't. No, no, I wouldn't think. I just thought that people should be aware that it's happening. And I don't know whether, you know, it counts or not, because I'm uh, I'm a conspiracy theorist. 
Well, no, no, I, I wouldn't go that far. I think you're somebody who has a legitimate question, and out there, there's somebody with a legitimate answer. I don't think uh, you're a conspiracy theorist. I mean, hey, I'm a guy who don't, doesn't think Lee Harvey Oswald killed JFK, and it was a CIA mafia conspiracy. So I'm a conspiracy theorist by definition. Um, well, then I join you completely in that theory also. Thank you, and I'm also good friends with Lee Harvey Oswald's girlfriend. Thank you very much. But anyway, <laughs> name drop alert. Her name is Judith Very Baker. She's the real deal, my opinion. But uh, anyway, um, I, I'm sure we'll get an answer. So what was the issue that got you to the polls? Uh, the, mostly, it, it's the crime. Because I don't believe in this, you don't have to pay anything just because you committed a crime. Well, I'm sorry, if you there's no bail, um, that means you don't have any money or you don't know anybody who can put the money up for you. Okay. but That's why we have bail bondsmen. You beat somebody up and then they let you go the same night and then the next day you go and shoot somebody in the head in front of their kids? No. That, you know what, um, that story hits closer to home than you can imagine. I will not go into details, but uh, uh, I'm a little closer to that situation, and it disgusts me, it nauseates me, it makes me absolutely furious. It makes me absolutely crazy, because I just can't stand that. That that somebody could just, oh, well, let me beat you up, and then I'll come back tomorrow and finish the job. Yeah. You're you're preaching to the choir, love. You are preaching to the choir. Totally avoidable. A New York City cop. Who was? My nephew. He we worked for New York City, and he he was a policeman, and he now lives in Florida. When Uh, was he on the job? What what years? What years was he on? Um, he quit two years ago. Oh, all right. Well, I hope he had a. I hope he had a nice career. Frankly, he got out just in time. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yep. <laughs> thank, thank you very much. Um, unfortunately, guys and ladies, um, there are a lot of people in law enforcement who and, and corrections officers who are stuck in the middle. They're at the nine or eleven year mark, and they can't stand going to work but they're kind of trapped they have to and for you COs locally shall we talk about the situation in Alden where you work and shall we talk about the fact that Alden was never designed to house high danger inmates and yet that is exactly what you men and women in Alden have to deal with every single day and do you think it's uh, some big mystery why the famous, the infamous microwave incident happened at Alden? These are hardened, uh, what are they, level three offenders, and they know exactly how to make a shiv out of a piece of microwave. It's what you learn in prison when you're a violent offender. So you've got people in Alden going to work every day who are dealing with inmates they weren't supposed to deal with in Alden. That's more of an Attica thing than an Alden thing. True story. Ask any CO. And and COs, by the way, the state has told them what they may and may not post on their social media accounts. By the way, that is kind of similar to what we all go through. Um, it just you got to be careful what you put on social media, especially especially you younger people, because it never goes away, never goes away. Um, 
I actually showed Josh on my cell phone, uh, the dick pic on my cell phone, uh, my brother Dick playing guitar with All-Star Project, and uh, he's a good-looking guy. And uh, Dick, you, you still photograph great after all these years. Let's go to uh, Susan in Tonawanda. Susan, you're on, German is the language of birth control. Anyway, uh, you're on WBEN, my love. Hello. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hello, Susan. Um, I just got done voting at 3.30 in the town. Um, I, there's three districts where I go, and my particular machine, I was 369, which is way higher than it usually is. It was oh. busier than I've seen. Um, I had no problems. So what um, time, I'm sorry, you, did you say you just got back? Yes, I just got back. Three, six, nine. That's uh, astonishing. What got you to the polls? What was the driving issue, Susan? Um, I would say economy, crime, and the whole COVID mandate thing. I cannot believe COVID. I'm kind of grateful that COVID is still on people's minds because it is my opinion that we had vast government overreach during COVID. The healthcare workers who were fired because they made a choice not to receive the vaccine. And these people were our hero. Remember, healthcare heroes. We salute our healthcare heroes. And then suddenly, the healthcare heroes who didn't want to be vaxxed became healthcare morons, incapable of making up their own mind over the damn vaccine. Absolutely. So and you're 100% right about the signs. I have quite a few. Um, left-leaning neighbors around me, and they have a lot of Democrat signs, but I've only seen one Hokel in the neighborhood. They don't see Hokel on their lawns, but you know, that's so, I do see. That is so interesting, Susan, because, as I said earlier, if people missed it, even the houses with the Sean Ryan signs yep. and the Melissa Hartman signs, I have never seen, I haven't seen, I didn't see one Hokel sign in my neighborhood or anywhere else. Yeah, you're 100% right. I noticed that. Very interesting. I don't know what that means because, remember, signs don't vote. If they did, we'd be talking about Carl Palladino's upcoming election tonight. True. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. I uh, appreciate uh, the phone call. Guys, I'm, I'm in a little bit of a bind here, uh, but let me go to Jacob in Amherst. Uh, Jacob, I've got about a minute at least to get you started. Go ahead. Perfect. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me on. I listen to the show every day after work, so uh, love the show. You're kind. Um, I got to the polls bright and early this morning, 6.15, voted straight down the uh, line C for the conservative parties. Um, and uh, I just wanted to touch on, you know, two callers ago, she was asking about which way to put it up. I was told either way works because on my ballot, and I don't know if this is the case for everybody, but there was a... Um, like a, a proposition on the back for some passing some clean energy act or something um, and you know something to do with spending tons of money Pro for proposition something. one okay that that's odd because uh, obviously uh, my ballot it was the it was on the bottom mine was in the back it was on the opposite side that that's so weird I don't know why that would be I mean if you live in Amherst yeah. and I live in Amherst I don't know what yeah that's weird yep mine was on the back very interesting. So, so uh, that would mean to me, at least, that... Dude, yeah, I, I, I have to, to break. Jo Josh is giving me the business here. I hope you hold on, but Josh is now face-washing me with a glove. So um, 
Josh is the kind of guy who would fight you in hockey and keep his gloves on. But anyway, <laughs> it is. Uh, guess that's going around, huh?